The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Medicine shortages are now at a record high, with new research showing that three out of five patients have experienced medicine shortages. And more than half have been told on more than one occasion by a pharmacist that the medicine that they needed was not in stock. That's, of course, across the last 12 months. I'm joined on the line now by Sandra Gannon, who is CEO of Azure Pharmaceuticals. Morning, Sandra. Good morning, Anton. Sandra, can you give us a sense of what the types of medications are that we are short of? Um, it's across a broad range of medicines, Anton. So we've everything from medicines to treat cholesterol and blood pressure, um, insomnia, depression, um, IBS, and most recently, actually, low-dose aspirin. So that's aspirin 75 milligram, which is the most prescribed medicine um, in Ireland. So about 4 million packs dispensed every year. So that one is currently short. Is the shortage in prescribed branded medicines or is it in the generic equivalent? In other words, if somebody has an IBS prescription, is there scope to swap out to a generic or is there just nothing available of the formulation? Um, it's a mixture. So for some, there are generic alternatives, although we are seeing you know, contagion effects. So one generic medicine will go short and then you'll see a number of the, of the, of the other suppliers also going short. Um, and we're also seeing that somewhere between 35 and 40% of the medicines that are short um, on any given day are single source medicines. So they're generally speaking, the older medicines that are off patent for um, a very long period of time, and they are single source. So there's only one supplier. So when that medicine goes short, there is no other licensed alternative available. Um, And hence, patients are quite often being Uh, sent back to their general practitioner. And I think the um, advice on Friday that came from the um, Pharmaceutical Society was patients should now pre-order their prescription medicines five days in advance so that pharmacists have a chance to either try and get stock or to talk to the general practitioner and maybe change the prescription if required. Is there a concern with that advice that people will listening, even to us discussing it now, will think, well, I most definitely don't want to get caught short for my meds. They then go immediately to the GP and the pressure that there is on supply only increases. I think what you've got here are two experienced gatekeepers in in this scenario. So both general practitioners and pharmacists will be seeking to make sure that when there's a shortage of medicine, Uh, everybody gets um, a pack. So the ability to be able to go in like we did with bread and toilet roll, et cetera, is just not there for prescription medicines because you've got two healthcare professionals who are making sure that the maximum number of patients can get treated. So sometimes you'll have experienced it. I've, I've certainly experienced it where you get part of a pack and then this is, you know, a pharmacist trying to make sure that they can treat as many patients as possible and then you have to go back and get the remainder of your medicine. So I would say to patients, don't uh, overly concern yourselves. Um, but I think for the stakeholders who are involved in this, so um, the Department of Health, the regulator and industry, you know, we do need to start being proactive in this regard. This problem is not going anywhere. We thought, uh, or at least it, it seemed that the advice was it was only a winter phenomenon with antibiotics, but it's not. It's across a broad range of medicines. I certainly don't see it improving in the short term. Well, and I think that? we need to what's, get out ahead of it. What's the driving factors that are causing it? There are a number of, of issues. So you've got um, consolidation is the first issue. So you've got um, manufacturing and the manufacturing of the active ingredient 
ingredients all consolidated mainly to the lower cost countries because these medicines are very inexpensive. There's, so there's a need always to move to the lowest cost alternative to supply. So that's one problem. And that's certainly what caused the paracetamol shortage um, during last summer and again over the winter period. And similarly with amoxicillin shortages. So price goes so low people withdraw from the market, it's left to a very small cohort of manufacturers. And therefore, when you've got a surge in demand, or even just a natural trajectory in demand, which we see right across the board as we uh, are an aging population, um, you see then that uh, supply does not keep up with demand. So that's one of the major factors. And the second factor is, during COVID and post-Brexit, manufacturers kept you know, the level of stock holding that I, I've really never seen in the industry before in the market. But that's not, you know, that's those stocks and supplies are now largely depleted to what would be a normal level of stock holding. But the problem is if one company goes short, you know, any other company would just have their own demand available. So, you know, you you create this pressure in the system where, you know, the second manufacturer maybe doesn't have enough to cover their own demand and the next guy's demand. So that's what's that's largely what's happening. So reduced um reduced capacity to manufacture and reduced stockholding in all of the markets. And just explaining that, why do the, the laws of supply and demand not apply to the uh, over-the-counter aspects that you've talked about? You talked about paracetamol, that's an OTC product. So surely the fact that the scarcity should increase price. Yeah, but in the OTC market, obviously the manufacturer determines the price at which the medicine should be sold. In the prescription market, it's the payer. So it's the decision of the Department of Health and the HSE as to what price they're willing to pay for a medicine. So we've seen um, quite significant, similar to the grocery market, we've seen quite significant increase in prices for OTC medicines over last summer period, particularly paracetamol. Um, but Paracetamol is also a prescription pack product and, you you know, the reimbursement price for the prescription of 100 um, paracetamols is significantly lower than a 24 pack over the counter. Oh, so that's what applies then with the low dose aspirin as well. Aspirin may be available OTC, but this is for a prescribed aspirin. Exactly. Yeah. So you've got, yes, exactly. And aspirin 75 milligram is only available on prescription. You said that you don't think it's going away anytime soon. What will ultimately do you think make it go away? I think, I mean, there's obviously long-awaited pharma legislation from the um, European Medicines Agency, but that's going to take a while to enact and to implement. You know, certainly what I would see that we need to do here is we need to be more proactive. We're a very small market, so some of the pharma legislation will act for the larger markets, but we need to be very aware that we're a very small market on the fringes of Europe with an additional transportation cost um, by having to cross another sea border. So I think what we need to do is define the list of critical and essential medicines for the market. We need to make sure we have at least two, if not three, independent suppliers of those medicines. So we need to encourage um, more competition to the market because most of these medicines are off patent. But in order to do that, we need a pricing policy that is not going to put people off, that is actually going to make people want to come and supply their medicines here. And the current policies are really um, off-putting and, and, and people are not willing to come and supply what is a relatively small volume market um, at, at also you know, some of the lowest prices in Europe. 
Sandra, thank you very much for coming on the show this morning. That's Sandra Gannon, who is CEO of Azure Pharmaceuticals. If you've had any experience in struggling to get prescriptions filled because of shortages, you can let us know 53106 at a cost of 30 cent or you can WhatsApp 087 106. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.